It was September 16th, and all through the house, not a sound was playing because the PlayStation 5 event had just come out. It was 4 p.m., and a grown man grinned with delight as the price Sony'd been withholding was finally in sight. He raced off to Twitter because the event was weird. They didn't tell you how to pre-order a PlayStation 5. How queer. As soon as the event was over, he headed to Twitter, where he saw a young man say the exact same thing he'd been thinking and thought, Hey, this guy in his thread has said, Stay tuned and I'll let you know when a price has been announced. So he followed him, turned the notifications on, and then had a nice game of Donkey Kong to zone out. It was a couple hours later, and then all of the sudden, he saw that the man found one on target. Oh, shit! I know that didn't rhyme, but he immediately headed to Target to see if he could find one beloved PlayStation 5 to have and claim was all mine. Sure enough, on his first attempt, he added it to the cart, put in his payment information, and then... He received a confirmation email. Your pre-order has been confirmed. Estimated to arrive between November 13th and November 18th. Oh me, oh me, oh my. The rest of the afternoon, he sat cheap and deep in thought. Could he find another PlayStation 5 to sell on eBay for a huge markup in price? Well, a couple of times he actually logged into sites, put the PlayStation 5 in his cart, and then sat. Best Buy held it in his cart. All he needed to do was complete it. Wasn't running into the same problems as others who'd been cheated. But alas... He was too cheap, and he did not buy a second to sell for a large markup. Yet anyway. <laughs> Are you feeling anxious due to the quarantine? You might want to try Quexafol. It's not for everybody, but... A lot of users have found that their day seems to go by a little bit quicker and with a little bit more joy. Quexafol isn't for everyone. You'll want to consult your doctor before taking it. Some symptoms include eating the last of your baby's food right before it's time to feed them. I told my wife that I was going to the bathroom and I came to taking a shit in top of the tub. Sometimes, I talk to myself, even when other people are talking to me. I can't hear them. The other night, I thought I saw one of my son's toys dancing. Turns out that I was dancing with the toy. In the nude. Consult your physician before taking a Quexafol. Let's see it. 
Well, like most people, I am very excited because I finally pre-ordered my PlayStation 5. It was never even a conversation of which one I was going to get. Everything that PlayStation has showed, first of all, I do not forgive them for the tactics that they used with this. It seemed like they were just staying really quiet and trying to undercut Microsoft at every chance that they had, like releasing the pre-orders immediately so that everybody's bought a PlayStation 5, and now the stragglers are like, well, can't get a PlayStation 5, maybe I'll get a Microsoft Xbox Series S or X. Nah, probably just wait for a store to re-up. And I gotta be honest, it is a bit of a dick move, everybody who is immediately eBaying PlayStation 5s for ridiculous amounts, but I am not better than you because I am still going back and forth about whether or not I wanna do it because I'm like, well, if worse came to worse, I can get rid of it for the same price that I bought it because I'm not going to open it. But then I bought a PlayStation 5. Now I'm thinking of buying a PlayStation Digital Edition because I still want a disk drive. Don't ask me why. I guess I just don't like the thought of Sony eliminating GameStop and trading in games. Like it seems very very wrong to me I don't want to pay them every time that a game comes out because I know a lot of people probably notice that even when games go on sale somewhere like it's been out for three years and it's dirt cheap PlayStation generally still wants a fair amount of money for that sometimes they'll come down if it's like a greatest hits or something and they'll be like okay we'll sell it for 20 since we're aware that you can get it for 20 everywhere else. But then a lot of times you're paying more. And let's not discuss the fact that you can't trade anything in. Actually, let's. Because I don't know who really likes that. Now, in my, in my thoughts to myself about the digital edition, I'm like, if I got both, I could choose. And part of me almost just wants to get the digital edition. A, it just looks better. It's symmetrical. I'm weird like that. But B, I'm not buying Blu-ray discs or 4K Blu-ray. I'm over that. I do all of my purchasing from Google Play and Amazon. I like that when it's in the cloud forever that I can watch it on all my TVs and my phone, laptop, all that. I don't need the disc, but I like the thought of, because I've done this pretty much since Funko Land, that was GameStop before, since Funko Land was a thing, I've always been attracted to certain shitty games. Like, I would say 15 of the last 20 years, I have purchased a Madden. And a good seven of those I never really played Madden. Sometimes I would trade it in after a few months because I'll play online a little. Some people are absolute assholes and that would turn me off to it. I didn't start getting into the franchise modes and all that, but I would get rid of them pretty quickly. It's an inside joke with my friends. They're always like, did you get that new Madden? Have you already traded it? Because that's what I would do for a long time. Now that I love football more, I tend to hang on to them. No. I didn't buy Madden 21. I've seen and heard so many terrible things. EA's not getting my money this year. But now I can't do that. Now I need to think real hard. Maybe I'll buy them every two or three years. I'm going to need to see some true improvement, which one day we'll get into that whole 
2K Sports needs to be able to release simulation video games because the NFL is killing us with EA's Monopoly. But aside from those, I like the idea of role-playing games. Like, I think most people who watch The Witcher on Netflix probably enjoyed the shit out of it, which I did as well. Um, I have... I have purchased The Witcher 3 twice. I now have it um, because it's free. Like, I think it's on Xbox Game Pass. I'm pretty sure that it was uh, given away on PlayStation Plus or something. I've had it many times. I think it's a beautiful looking game. The action is okay. My problem is that it's a little too hard for me. And I don't feel like, like, I'm not in the place that I was in my early 20s or something when I could sit down and play a game like a whole Saturday or an entire Sunday. I used to do that. I used to play Gears of War maybe 7 to 10 hours a night. I would race home from work, get some beer, smoke some weed, and I loved Gears of War because I could play while I was smoking a cigarette. And in the original Gears of War, I was almost always smoking while playing and drinking and out of like however many hundreds of thousands of people in the world I got somewhere in the 600 range before I stopped playing that game I was really proud of that and I don't care how nerdy it sounds cheerio to me um, so I've purchased many role-playing games and put almost no time into them why? Why do I do it? I don't know. They look good. And I've done the same thing with first-person shooters. Now, to my credit, I will say, I stopped buying first-person shooters around Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 or 3 or something like that. Maybe Black Ops 2. Because I like the storyline. They're okay. I prefer third-person games. I like being able to see my character. I like being able to see around my character. I don't want to POV anything, really. I don't like POV porn. I don't like POV games because I don't want to have to turn around to see what's around me. I don't, like, it's not virtual reality. I don't feel like I've become the character from first-person mode. I would much rather see them because I know I'm playing a video game and I want to see all the kicks and punches. Like, I think that there's a... Uh, Batman Arkham game in VR and I was like why I haven't even played Iron Man VR game that I paid like 70 bucks for and it's pretty much the reason that I bought my PlayStation VR which yet another reason why I was never going Xbox because I was like okay you spent like 300 400 bucks on this VR and all these games it's going to be compatible with the PS5, so you know you're going to need it. Don't even get me started on Miles Morales because I can't wait. I did buy my most recent PlayStation 4 just so that I could play Spider-Man. Now, going back, because it kind of ties into the Madden thing, the last PlayStation 4 that I had, I finally threw away because it was Madden 17, I believe. I bought it. I played it once. The next time that I tried turning on my PlayStation, it wouldn't turn on. I tried many things. I tried Googling. I didn't want to take it apart, but it was out of warranty. It was like just out of warranty too. 
And so now my PlayStation's broken. And the new Madden that I just bought is trapped inside the PlayStation and won't come out. I tried to trade it in. They wouldn't take it. Sony was trying to get me to pay a hundred and like thirty bucks. To which I was like, if I pay a hundred and thirty dollars to fix it, I could just buy a new one because it was one of the first ones. And I'd have to buy the game again. Um so that just really wasn't in the cards. But I I needed to play that Spider-Man game. And I was like, okay. Because years had passed. And I had mainly just been using my Xbox. Because I was like, well, I got an Xbox. I don't really need the PlayStation. I never touch my Xbox, really. But now that I've got my PlayStation pre-ordered. At least one. Now I find myself questioning whether or not I want to trade in my xbox and all my games right now while i might get a better price hopefully gamestop will have some kind of a promotion they're not very far from our apartment so that'll be a nice little easy walk or i still haven't beaten gears 5 and in a moment of triumph last week i had been stuck on this one part i'm not going to go into huge detail but it's like early in the game like act two as you're trying to get into some kind of a mine and they just send waves of these things on ice and I'd been stuck there for like two or three years whenever the game came out I got stuck there like a month or two after it came out and over the period of time every like eight to eleven months I would turn the game back on try that level for maybe an hour probably less (laughs) and then I would give up and put it away and I just kept doing that and then finally I tried it like a couple of days before I beat it and I was just getting so mad and my wife is like what's wrong and I was like I have been stuck on this level for so long and I didn't want to turn down the difficulty level I was on hard but I've beaten all the other games on hard or harder as like, nope, I am not going to lower the difficulty and affect whatever achievements that don't matter that I would get. But I finally beat it because I stopped trying to shoot at the things and I eventually just started going for the ice beneath their feet, which they they were pretty obvious that that's how you needed to go about it. And I would do it sometimes, but I wasn't trying to do it for like everybody. And that ended up being what did it. So I can't decide whether to just trade in now and get a higher value or give gears another month or so of seeing if I can beat it because I've made a good amount of progress since then I'm definitely towards the end of the next act but I don't know it'll just feel like kind of a waste if I don't beat it and sadly I can see a world where I eventually get the next Xbox And I'm right back to playing Gears 5. Like, all right, here we go. Ten years in. You can do this. Um, But yeah, the digital edition kind of appeals to me for the PlayStation 5. Because I'm like, okay. Yes, you're going to get like a terabyte of uh, memory. Which is a lot. But now more and more games have like 100 gigs or something just to install it 
And that kind of frustrated me because I was like, well, I don't want to be stuck with that where I have to like expand the memory and then I have to start like deleting the games. But then I gave it a little bit more thought and I'm like, well, even if I have to delete the game, they'll know that I bought it and I can always just re-download it, but I don't really care to be doing that kind of juggling. But I say that knowing that even when I get the disc, I'm going to have to install it and do that juggling anyway. I have to do it for everything. I do it on my PlayStation 4 and on the Xbox One that I have. Both a terabyte. It's never enough. But, yeah, I'm still excited that I got to pre-order one. And uh, kudos to those of you still out there on the grind. Satan here. I thought that uh, we would do a little healthy one-minute shimmy. Are you ready? Let's go. I said certified freak. Seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that pullout game weak? Yeah. Yeah, you fucking with some wet ass pussy. Bring a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pussy. Give me everything you got for this wet ass pussy. Beat it up, nigga, catch a charge. Extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swap your nose like a credit card. Hop on top, I wanna ride. I do it legal like when it's inside. Spit in my mouth, look in my eye. This pussy's wet, come take a dime. <laughs> I think that that's about a minute. I hope we all enjoyed that as much as I did. Satan out. Yeah, so uh, when PlayStation finally put out their release dates, November 12th for US, Japan, Canada, Mexico, Australia, New Zealand, and South Korea. The rest of the world has to wait until November 19th. The only thing that really jumped out at me there is that Mexico is one of the countries that gets it on the 12th. I just, I mean, people are always trying to flee Mexico, talking about how bad it is, but apparently Sony disagrees. Now, when they debuted this new Harry Potter game that's coming out, my first response was, why? Like, once the movies came out, and the Fantastic Beasts movies kind of suck, and J.K. Rowling, bless her heart, has had her uh, transphobic dilemmas, why? Why do we need a Harry Potter game now? Now, I will say, graphically, it did look pretty good. But this was the part that actually started to turn me. And I, I, I want to say this. I will not ever buy that game. My son won't be old enough to even want to play it by the time that the PlayStation 5 is on its way out. But what they kind of seem to be hinting at did appeal to me a little bit. Because uh, from what it seemed, and we didn't get detail, but from what it seemed... It seemed like you would start the game in some kind of a single-player mode where you were going to Hogwarts. And then, after you had beaten it, then you would move on to the outside world that's big and open and full of other people playing online. With, I assume, a story within that. Kind of like GTA Online is... Um, 
continuing what you were doing in Grand Theft Auto. And I got to say, I thought that that was a, a big scope for a Harry Potter game. Still not going to play it, but respect. Do you remember when accessories for games used to be so inexpensive, you didn't even really think about them? Like, I remember when controllers were 20 or 30 bucks, and yes, I'm aware that they do a whole lot more and have a lot more equipment inside of them than they used to. But let's just go over some of the PlayStation and what they're charging for their new stuff. So, an extra controller, because it only comes with one in a box, fuck you, is $70 American. Yeeks. There was a time... When people used to throw controllers, I'm sure there is some twisted, maniacal billionaire who still throws controllers for fun, but that shit is real. Like, now that it's more than 50 bucks, you gotta, you gotta play with friends who give a fuck about you, who are good, for 70 bucks. A Pulse 3D wireless headset, which I may get because I'm gonna want to play at night and I don't really want to keep my loved ones up that's a hundred dollars yikes then let's go to the HD camera now since I am gonna be using the the PSVR I might not need it but again I might if I do that's sixty dollars that's what controllers used to cost for an HD camera that they sell with computers for like 15 bucks, but you know, get your money, Sony. And I might, I might just broadcast myself if I spend 60 bucks to have the capability to do so. Look out, Twitch, here I come. I've just invested. The media remote, which I probably won't use, that's $30. I don't know. If, if I get a ton back for my Xbox One and all that stuff, maybe I'll say throw a remote in there. More than likely, I'm going to say, let's get that DualSense charging station where you can like put two of them on to charge. That's $30. So, just, okay, if you want, let's say you want four controllers. So, now... We're almost talking about the price, because you need to buy three, of, like, the cheap little Xbox. You have broken over the $150 mark. For shame. Then let's go ahead and tack on another 100 for the wireless headset. All right, now let's tack on another 60 for the camera. And put another 60 on for the charging station and the remote. So, we're looking at about 500 bucks. Yikes.
PlayStation pre-order stuff just reminds me of Jingle All The Way. If you haven't seen it, I don't know why you hate Arnold Schwarzenegger. I don't know why you hate Sinbad, but you need to find love within yourself. But seeing people just lose their minds, I am glad that I got a chance to get mine out of the way so early. Because the thought of trying to scramble around 
And you know, given everything that's happening in the world, getting a new PlayStation really shouldn't be the most important thing in the world to you. However, in times like these, you need to find something that you really want to not live for, but that brings you joy, I suppose. And to let you know how serious video games are to me, I just remembered when I was in high school, I my mother was always trying to help me learn how to understand money, to save money. And, you know, looking back, the things that I thought were controlling were really just her attempting to teach. And she always wanted me to give her like half my paycheck so that she could put it into a savings account. And I was always like, no, it's my money. And I worked for it. I ain't saving shit. So I quit this job at the movie theater. And I thought I was getting a job at Best Buy because I'd gone to like three interviews. I didn't get the job. However, with my last paycheck from the movie theater, I went and I bought a Dreamcast and some games. I want to say I paid like three, three fifty, which was a lot of money for a high school kid to be dumping on some stuff like that. But she certainly wasn't going to part with that money. And I was like, fuck it. I want this and I earned that money. We got into this big argument when she saw this brand new stuff in the basement. And she was like, you need to take that back. And I was like, I'm not taking it back. And so I ran away because I was like, no, even if I don't have a television to play this Dreamcast on, it's more important to me than having food shelter and the love of the woman who brought me into this world so I spent the rest of the day uh, at my friend's house because his mother knew me really well and um, eventually I don't even think I spent the night because eventually I think uh, my mom came over brought me back home and the argument was over but let that be a lesson as to where my priorities have been since I was old enough to spend money if you're still looking for a PS5, I wish you happy hunting. We'll be back with more Strawberry Cough in a couple of days.